Hi, my name is Lauren Weiss. And I'm Grace Amadam. And today we're going to talk about the metacognitive functioning in moderate to severe traumatic brain injury. Traumatic brain injury, or TBI, is an injury to the brain that is caused by a hit or jolt to the head that results in physical, physiological, and or cognitive deficits. These injuries account for 2.5 million emergency department visits and 56,800 deaths every year in the United States. Self-awareness is a cognitive domain that is negatively affected after TBI. Impairments in self-awareness resulting from a TBI can be detrimental to rehabilitation engagement as well as functional outcomes. And one specific facet of self-awareness is known as metacognition, which refers to one's awareness of their own thought processes or their ability to think about thinking. Metacognition can be further broken down into two domains, metacognitive knowledge and metacognitive experience. Metacognitive knowledge is one's general knowledge of their ability to perform a task, such as, I am a good speller. Metacognitive experience is an individual's ability to monitor and evaluate their current ongoing performance on a task. So for example, someone would be able to catch a spelling mistake in the midst of spelling a word out loud. Metacognitive experience can be measured through judgments of learning, also known as JOL, which are predictions of performance and retrospective confidence judgments, known as RCJ, which are ratings of confidence in the accuracy of one's performance. Metacognitive accuracy is determined by comparing one's own self-report to their own objective performance. This can be done by measuring metacognitive bias and metacognitive sensitivity. Bias measures error of over or under confidence, whereas sensitivity is the discrepancy between one's reported confidence and their objective accuracy. The effects of traumatic brain injury on metacognition are not fully understood. Therefore, the purpose of this study was to better understand metacognitive functioning in individuals with moderate to severe TBI. Knowing this, we predict that individuals who have sustained a traumatic brain injury will show poor metacognitive accuracy as evidenced by low values of metacognitive sensitivity. So to perform this study, 18 adults with moderate to severe traumatic brain injury were recruited from the community. However, seven of these participants were excluded due to errors in data collection, which resulted in a sample size of 11 participants. The demographics showing the age, education, gender, time since injury, and ethnicities are shown to the right. So each participant completed three runs of a metacognitive paradigm, each consisting of 12 true trials where metacognitive judgments were collected and four FOIL trials for a total of 16 total trials per run. FOIL trials were used intermittently as a distraction to avoid response bias and increase reliability of responses. These FOIL trials asked participants questions such as, how tired are you or are you paying attention? So individuals were presented a meta-working memory paradigm and asked to identify a target stimulus and assess their future and past performance. Future performance was indicated by judgments of learning and past was by retrospective confidence judgment. So the paradigm, which is shown on the bottom left of the poster, was presented on a computer using a series of slides. The first slide showed a target stimulus with shapes in various locations. Participants were instructed to remember the shapes and their locations. They were then asked to provide a judgment of learning response by rating how competent they would be in identifying the correct target stimulus in the future. Individuals were presented with 
or options on the screen and asked to identify the target stimulus that they had just viewed at the beginning of the trial. Finally, participants reported a retrospective confidence judgment by rating how confident they were that their response was correct on a Likert scale of one to four, with one being low confidence and four being high confidence. So for the purpose of this study, we focused on the retrospective confidence judgments in order to monitor metacognitive bias and sensitivity. So the two measures of metacognitive accuracy that we used and calculated for each individual were metacognitive bias and metacognitive sensitivity. Metacognitive bias measures whether the individual made any errors of over or under confidence. Retrospective confidence judgment scores were first converted from their Likert scale of one to four into percentages. Then bias was calculated by subtracting the percent correct on the stimulus recognition task from the confidence rating. If this value was zero, the participant showed no bias, whereas if the value was positive, the participant was overconfident because their rating was higher than their actual accuracy. On the other hand, if the value was negative, the participant was underconfident, meaning their confident rating was lower than their actual accuracy. So next, metacognitive sensitivity was measured using area under the curve analysis. So this was determined by measuring the proportionality between concordant and discrepant confidence accuracy responses. Concordant responses are when a person's confidence matches their accuracy, such as they are confident when they are correct or inconfident when they are incorrect. Discrepant responses are when the person's confidence rating does not match their accuracy. So they are not confident, but they did answer correctly or they answered incorrectly, yet they were confident. These values of area under the curve can range from 0.5 to 1. 0.5 represents a low level of metacognitive sensitivity or poor metacognitive awareness, and one represents a high level of metacognitive sensitivity or high metacognitive awareness. So then going into our results based on that, um, we found that on average participants with TBI were accurate in recognizing the correct target response 48.53% of the time. And in terms of confidence, individuals with TBI presented an average rating of 2.24 on a Likert scale of 1 to 4. This 2.24 can be translated to an average percentage of 56.7 on a scale of 1 to 100. In terms of over-under confidence, um, we found that the over-under confidence bias value was 0.08. And because this value is positive, it means that participants were overconfident in their responses. And finally, the area under the curve value um, we found was 0.65. And because this value is closer to 0.5 than 1, it indicates that there is a high degree of discrepancy between participants' confidence and accuracy ratings. This shows that individuals with TBI exhibit a low level of metacognitive sensitivity. So based on these results, um, we can conclude that individuals with TBI in this sample perform poorly on a working memory task. This is consistent with literature documenting working memory deficits following TBI. In addition, on average, participants were low to moderately confident in their responses. We also found that individuals with TBI tend to make errors of overconfidence where they report being confident in their answers, even when answering incorrectly. As discussed prior, we know that an area under the curve value closer to 0.5 than 1 demonstrates that individuals with TBI have a low level of metacognitive sensitivity. Um, in this case, our AUC value of 0.65 shows that our sample had low sensitivity. However, the magnitude of this insensitivity is 
unclear because there's no control group for comparison. Um, further, without a control group, we cannot confirm that the low sensitivity was a result of the traumatic brain injury. In addition, the sample size of the study was also limited. Um, the sample was predominantly male and seven participants were excluded from analysis due to errors in data collection, as we mentioned earlier. So the use of neuroimaging in the future would allow for better understanding of the neural mechanisms involved in these metacognitive deficits that we found from the study. In addition, interventions aimed at improving metacognition could be developed. Going forward, the administration of this paradigm before and after intervention would allow researchers to compare the results and determine effectiveness of the treatment. So our references are listed below and we would like to thank all of the people listed for their assistance. And finally, this research was sponsored by a research grant from the New Jersey Commission on Brain Injury Research awarded to Dr. Kathy Chow.